welcome to the Intern Whisper Live, the show all about internships and how to survive them. This is Jason Ferrer, also known as Jason Pride. This is Clue. This is Isabella. Reminder to our listeners that you can call us live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906. You can also chat with us online through Intern Pursuit's Facebook Live chat. Coming up in this episode of Intern Whisperer Live is hashtag what I learned stories, coaching, innovation, and tips, great leaders that inspire you, and wild card Wednesday topics. All right. So people can find us. How do they do that? They can go to Pivot Business Consulting's Facebook page, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, our YouTube page, and Google+. You can also go to Intern Pursuit's Facebook page. It's internpursuit.tech, by the way. We switched from .com to .tech. Um, internpursuit.tech and you can find us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram and YouTube. Intern Pursuit Game is on Facebook and Twitter and you can listen to us live on mixlr.com forward slash Valencia College Radio and follow the Intern Whisperer. You can watch us live again on Facebook, Intern Pursuit and the phone number is 407-582-2906. Guys, what is our um, hashtag, our secret hashtag or hashtag tonight so that people, when they are listening, they can post it on Instagram. What are we going to do? Hashtag uh, Thrivers? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. With a Z. Yeah. So you want to... T-H-R-I-V-E-R-Z. There you go. Yep. Okay. Very good. So... Khalil? Our first sponsor today is Omnimodal. Omnimodal believes smart cities and public transit services are the backbones of equitable shared mobility today and into the future. Omnimodal works with smart cities to connect all commuters across modes of transportation to the mobility as a service marketplace. Their website is omnimodal.io. Thank you, Omnimodal, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer. So tonight's guest is Candace. I just learned how to say your name tonight too. I've been saying it wrong all of this time. Zayplak. Yes. There we go. go. Um, She's an entrepreneur and the owner of Thrivers.com. Welcome, Candace. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Thank you. So one of the things that the guys on anybody that is uh, an intern on the show, uh, they are being trained to do research, to help create the questions, to be able to uh, interact and be a part of the show and be an associate producer. So um, Khalil has this month, and he he had to research you. So he helped create these questions. So I'll go ahead and open, but then you guys can jump in on the questions too. So where did you attend college, and what was your degree? Because we're all about internships in college. Yes. Well, I went to University of Buffalo up in Western New York. I'm a transplant to Florida. Mm. Yeah, my degree, I got two degrees, actually. I remember that. Yeah, my first, my first love, psychology, Mm -hmm. got that degree first. And then I decided to, uh, to get a second one in, it was called community mental health, but basically it was a social science interdisciplinary. Yeah. And she also has a serious background in statistics. Yes. I love statistics. I used to tutor, well, psych stats, which is different, Mm. I'm finding, with my son in high school statistics, yes. Psych stats was one of my favorites. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So the second question was not one that they found easily, and I added this one. So, Khalil, it's your question. Um, Isabella mentioned some of your certifications, um, things such as uh, MBTI, uh, is that DISC or DISC? 
and neuro-linguistic programming, which sounds like a foreign language to me. <laughs> right. Uh, so, like, could you explain some of that? Sure, I know. Alphabet and soup. lay person's lay turns. Lay person's turn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My husband's, it's funny, my husband's a home inspector, and, you know, realtors are always throwing out all these acronyms of their different certifications. Their jargon, yeah. And the, yeah, and mortgage people have them, too. Um, so, yes, Alphabet Soup, MBTI, stands for Myers-Briggs Type Indicator okay. of Personality. So that's the MBTI. Uh, it's basically, it's a personality indices that is used worldwide by many corporations. Um, some colleges and universities actually use them through their career counseling departments. Different career counselors use them. Um, it's a way to dive into who you are and how you're equipped, how you like to learn, whether you're introverted and extroverted. That's one of the primary indices on it that most people are familiar with. Um, I use a lot with assessments and questionnaires to help people really understand their personal genius so they can leverage it in their career and their work and their life. So MBTI is one of those tools that I use. The second one is DISC. Um, DISC just stand, it doesn't really stand for anything except for DISC, which is Dominance, Influence, Stability, mm -hmm. and Control. Okay. Um, based, again, a behavioral behavioral style analysis tool that many, many people use. It's used very frequently in sales. Um, Isabella, you use uh, estimate. estimate. Yeah. I got certified in that one. Yes, yeah. which is a, a variation of disc theory. That gets into a, it. That gets it's a into deeper it a little, dive. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. It breaks out. There's four dimensions within disc. Um, we have uh, eight. Yeah. And our report is much shorter. It's uh, got a heavy focus on positive language, making it a much simpler tool to be able to understand. There's a grit score. There's innovation. So it looks mm -hmm. at different facets of people mm -hmm. and their their personality and how it impacts their behavior and their mm -hmm. actions. Yeah. All based off the same theory. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of other, there's flowers and birds. Any, basically anything that gets into what people call personality that has four different things, it's pretty much based on DISC. And then the other, neurolinguistic programming. So yeah. that's the, yeah, that's the weird one. <laughs> <laughs> it hit, well, NL, NLP, as it's called, often referred to, um, neurolinguistic programming is misunderstood by a lot of people and used in different ways. So it kind of depends who you talk to, how they would explain what it is. The way I try to explain NLP and how I use it is we all use language and how we process things in our brain to code different things. Like we, we give experiences that we have meaning. We get meaning and make up definitions in our head based on what we're told growing up as children. Those kind of stories that replay over in our head that create our beliefs and our value systems and all of that. That's what I use NLP for, is to help people rewire and rework some of those beliefs that they have, limiting beliefs and different stories that they're telling themselves that aren't really serving them. Um, I can also use it to help cure phobias help okay. people become oh. better resourced and equipped in situations that give them anxiety um, because we, and we work with words and our modalities of how we see things, hear things and feel things. And then of course you have gustatory and olfactory too, which are how smell and taste. I don't get into too much of that. Um, I use mainly the other three and we can work with those things and begin to kind of transform the meanings that we've attached to things in our brain.
Mm-hmm. So if a person tells themselves, um, for example, when they wake up in the morning, they go, oh, I look awful. I don't like this. You can help re- rewire that kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that was just like a real simple example so that I, w- I would like everybody to be able to understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, um, the Myers-Briggs test, you, you're certified in the test? Or yes. Or so she can administer it. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm a, so yeah, I'm a certified it. certified MBTI practitioner. Okay. So I have um, disc. Disc was never uh, copyrighted or, or mm. trademarked or anything. Mm-hmm. So all of that methodology and the original assessments and things that were out there, they were never protected by intellectual property. So anyone can take disc information and use it and interpret it. Now, Myers-Briggs was way different. They, they have trademark, they have copyright, and you can't even get access to those official Myers-Briggs assessments unless you become a certified okay. um, certified practitioner. So That's interesting. It's expensive to do it, too. I know oh. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I, in one of my classes in leadership, we were... Um, we had to take a dis assessment things and it's like interesting because they're like, oh, well, we're going to help make you build into a leader and all this stuff. And first you got to know yourself. And mm-hmm. then it has like this little pie chart of like your strength, your weaknesses and whatever. And I remember seeing like my lowest low was like military. was, <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I had like a dominant trick where it's, you know, I was surprised by that. I was like, me, dominant? Like, I guess. It was, I guess how I answered the questions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, it is because they're questionnaires, right? Mm-hmm. So it depends now, you know, garbage in, garbage out, right? Or depending on yeah. your, your mindset. Now, sometimes in work situations, people use assessments like that, but they answer the questions the way they think their boss would want them to answer mm-hmm. or the way they think, yeah. you know, the person who's hiring them, say they're an intern, if anyone ever gives you an assessment like that, like, don't try to anticipate and answer the questions how you think they want you to respond. Yeah. Yeah. You answer really need to honestly. dig into your true self and mm. your shoes off self is what I like to call it. <laughs> um, and yeah, but you can, you can manipulate the. Just like you can do with numbers, with words, yeah. with anything. You can always change yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. So isn't that like an incredibly long name for something <laughs> neuro-linguistic <laughs> programming? And, you know, linguistic obviously is the words. Neuro mm-hmm. is inside of the brain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So it's just a, a fancy way of saying something that's, you know, like how we talk to ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Well, and they're all connected. Emotions and things mm-hmm. like that. If uh, You're probably familiar with Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. Anthony Robbins. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Some of the work that he, he's a big motivational um, guru. Coach, yeah. He's he got his start kind of in in his line of work with what he's doing now and the transformations he makes with people um, was neurolinguistic programming. So it deals a lot with state, like our emotions, the words that we use connect to connected to our emotions, connected to our physical states all come together and combine to generate this experience and shape our beliefs and what we th- what we think mm-hmm. so you can we manipulate that connect- from different angles mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's fun I it's very fun. interesting it's not scary it's fun no it <laughs> helps to understand that i think how to communicate with other people if you again like what you were saying if you understand yourself mm-hmm. then you'll be able to one of the things that i 
to communicate with others. But one of the things that was my biggest takeaway out of Myers-Briggs on that introverted and extroverted mm -hmm. is our professor had said, so it's really not just how we, uh, it doesn't mean shy mm -hmm. or a person that talks a lot, it's how we process the communication. And so I was an ex extroverted communicator and that meant, and that really helped me a lot, it takes me a long time to to get to the point, and it's through the words I'm able to talk, and I go, okay. So I explain to people, it's kind of like the hurricane where I get to the point, but it's like <laughs> way up here. <laughs> Whereas introverted processors, if I'm talking super fast, they're going, what are you saying? Slow down. And I've learned to slow my speech pattern down. I've learned to really try and focus on what it is I want to say so I can communicate better to the introverted processor. And it also, the extroverted processors are sitting there going, what are, what are you doing? Like, mm -hmm. talk to me. Mm -hmm. So lots of words, trying to get to the point. It's really learning how to communicate with others better, not necessarily um, make them learn how to communicate with you. Mm -hmm. mm. So I think that's the best takeaway. Yes, there is a uh, premise that I use called the, you've all heard of the golden rule, yeah. right? Do I unto mean. others as you would have them do unto you. Well, there's mm -hmm. such a thing as the platinum rule. Mm-hmm. Because it's not it's about like, doing unto everyone else mm -hmm. the way you would want them to do unto you because they're not you. Mm -hmm. So it's really more about communicating with people, treating other people the way they want to be treated, not the way you want to be treated. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like you said, Isabella, yeah. if you're an extrovert and your first response is to talk or to, you know, jump into the conversation, you know, extroverts are usually the first ones to mm -hmm. raise their hand, to answer the questions. They can re really manipulate or uh, monopolize, yes. right, a conversation. Mm -hmm. Introverts, mm -hmm. on the other hand, they process, they think about things before they speak. Mm -hmm. And their words are generally a little bit more rare and reserved. Right. So it takes them a little time to formulate what they're going to say. They think about it a lot more. So you don't want to, the, the goal, if you're an extrovert, communicating with an introvert the most honorable thing to do for them or honoring thing is mm -hmm. to treat them the way they want to be treated yes. so give them time to think don't you know don't be overbearing when and speak too much that sort of thing yeah i go with the the purpose-driven life it was one of the most impactful books i had uh, read before the first line, first sentence was, it is not all about you. Mm -hmm. And that's really, it, it does resonate with me because with just one person, we can make a difference. Mm -hmm. But if we remember it's not about me, it's really about you, it's about you, it's about you, mm -hmm. then we don't focus on, why did they not respond to me? What is it that's going on? That makes it all about me. But if I sit here and I go, okay, why didn't they respond to me? I really don't know. I hope everything's okay. Mm -hmm. um, then we take a more empathetic approach. We're more caring. We're really focusing on the other person. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. So I thought that you guys, um, this is totally different. We've mm. never had like a psychological no, conversation no. Or, or personality. <laughs> I mean, and I, I was really looking forward to Candace I mean, uh, uh, and the insight that she brings. So I don't know how far-fetched this may sound, but can you tell um, certain things about a person's personality by the way they speak? Absolutely. Okay. The way they speak, um, it's it's one of the Body things, language. yeah, it, and you had the first key. Um, it It's first and foremost about understanding yourself. So mm -hmm. I have a whole Thrive formula that I work mm -hmm. with that's based, that, that's made the foundation of what Thrivers really is and what I'm looking to do with it. Um, and the first is understand and relate well to yourself because that's 
That's the absolute key. Mm -hmm. But then the second thing we need to consider is understanding and relating well to others. Mm -hmm. So we need to understand them and we need to relate well to them. Then, of course, we have environments in different contexts that we're in that we operate in work and home and life and, you know, from your office to your car up to, you know, like the global, you know, the, the global financial climate or political mm -hmm. climate, right? Different things affect us in different ways. And the final piece of that is understanding and maintaining or cultivating and maintaining the right attitude and mindset. So those are the four pillars, essentially, of the Thrive Formula. The second piece, when you said, can you understand you know, who people are mm. or learn more about how they're wired and how they may want to be treated right. based on how they talk? Yes, how they talk, the words that they use. So if you use the basis of DISC, and that's what I train people to do. Right. So that's part of my Thrivers Online um, community and course that I'm launching is to help people understand how to do that. By understanding other people. DISC is one that's easy to use. There's four different languages, essentially, for the different behavioral styles. Um, high D folks speak differently and use different words than a high I would use. Um, they also dress differently. You can tell by the way that they're dressed. <laughs> Indicators of what type of personality or behavioral style the person may have. Um, how they introduce themselves how they shake hands, so physically, their demeanor. Another great way is how they dress. Mm -hmm. You can tell something by the jewelry. You can get some indications, right? In every, and I always preface it, everybody is a completely and totally unique human being. Yes. Yeah. Like we are yeah. all special in our own right. Yes. Um, yet the only way we understand what makes us special is in the contrast of how that's different from other people. Right. Or different from the average or different from the norm right yeah right? what we think is the norm even yeah true yeah the biggest mistake we can make is to think that everybody else is just like us and everybody else likes the th same things we like and mm -hmm. uh, yeah so i love teaching people how to do that and it's very easy working with behavioral styles like disc Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. I love the fact that you brought up like different outfits and even the way they dress. Yes. And I was like, gosh, I wonder how many people I've met because I like to change my style like mm. all the time. Well, like, he models. That, <laughs> that in and of itself is actually an indication of your personality. A little bit a little bit of your yeah. That that would that would make me think that you're relatively high eye. Really? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. I like that. Because yeah. when I first took the test, I don't know. Like, I think I was, since I was, like, taking it with a friend, so my answer, I answered it a little differently, and I think that's why, I, I think I need to retake the do, test and do, do it remember, by myself. Do you mm -hmm. remember your, like, the personality type that you Well, I got, into? like, type A dominance, and I was like, whoa. That's, like, really, <laughs> I got, you sound like my dad. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine was, like, mediator or something. I, I, I don't know the... Okay. Oh, I would see that yeah. about you. Yeah. There's lots of different I ways. can see that. I, I don't remember like the specific code or whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I'll be. I, I have a. I have an electronic version. I will be happy to send it over to both of you, and oh. you can take it again in your own time, and we'll see yeah. what the results are. How's that? Sure. Yeah. And then you can tell. Yeah. So when you do these tests, do you typically do them like, you know, just them and then yourself, like just one on one, or do you have like a prompt? Well, I do, th I do them a variety of different ways. Uh, what I'm working on right now with Thrivers that I'll be launching hopefully the beginning of the year, uh, 2019, um, is an online course 
that we'll walk everyone through. The assessments themselves are all digitized now, so they're mm-hmm. you know they're they're online mm-hmm. and um, you know there's some instructions that that I offer prior to diving into the questionnaire to make sure that mm-hmm. they're in the right frame of mind and um, but then you know they take the answer the questions online. The results come to me, and sometimes I go through really in depth analysis and you know walking them through how does this how does this demonstrate in your life is it true is it not true um you know what do you think about it how does it apply to your work how does it apply to your leadership if you're an executive leader or an entrepreneur um and also for younger people too i mean i've I've used it with my own kids yeah well Mm -hmm. yeah because if you the the whole goal right for me of creating thrivers is I, I, I really want to fundamentally transform the way we think about and the way we do life, work, learning, and leadership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because what used to work before doesn't work now. And I believe that we need to get much more self-focused, not selfish, right? right. But we need to do mm-hmm. a better job of focusing in on how to what be is able it? to serve others and be with people from mm-hmm. your authentic self. Yes. Like, how do you build a career? You guys are, you know, your students, yeah. right? Yeah. You have interests, which I would hope is the guiding factor that's leading you towards these experience of it, experiences of internship and, you know, informing your career choices and the choices you're making with what you're studying. The more we can make that about what we really love and what suits us, you know, what it using your own personal genius because you guys each have gifts, talents, and mm-hmm. abilities that yeah. lend themselves um, to certain things in certain situations. And I don't think we do a good enough job oh, of agree. setting ourselves on the right path to do mm. things that serve us. We yeah. listen to everybody else and say, "Oh well, my my dad said to do that, and my mom said to do this, and my brother did this, and mm-hmm. he made a lot of money, so maybe I'll just go and do that same right. thing yeah. instead of really digging into who am I, what do I want." What kind of environments do I enjoy? What kind of people do I like being around? You really need to spend time yeah. understanding yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Really. I feel like that happens too often. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I've had this conversation with many of them. Um, I know Khalil and I have also talked to said, what is it that you love doing? What is mm. it that you want to do? Where mm-hmm. is it that you see yourself going? And don't just be in the moment. You need to be able to think like, what do I want to do? And mm. I had a really hard time. I was originally going to be a lawyer because mm. that's what, oh, everybody was doing mm-hmm. at the time. So I'm identifying totally with what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was a criminology major. And I went, nope, I do not. Because I looked at what the options were and I went, oh, I don't want to do that. And I sat down and through no prompting, but it was actually the self-reflection going, well, what am I good at? And that's the conversation, right? And I went, oh, I like to read, I like to write, I like to research. So I chose my degree based on the things that I like to do Mm -hmm. and went, I can make a life out of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the important takeaway for you guys is what is it that you're really good at and you love doing? And then realize that doesn't mean you're going to do it for the rest of your life. It's just for a a snapshot of your life, however long that is. Well, because it, it, it always evolves. 
It grows right. and Absolutely. it changes and you change and your interests change. And yeah. Public classroom teacher yeah. moved over into higher ed, went yeah. the entrepreneur route. Like, did you ever think you would be doing like what you're doing now? No. It's like we evolved. No, not really. Well, and when I started like in college and stuff, we didn't even have the internet. I mean, I'm dating <laughs> myself, but seriously, yeah. we didn't. Like not podcasting, that old, really. what, the he- what the heck was pod- podcasting didn't exist. <laughs> you had radio. Yeah. Um, and I always thought, well, that, you know, that'd be kind of cool, but mm-hmm. it was never something, it was never something I allowed to get into my sphere of existence long enough to really examine, could I, is that possible? Like, could I do that? That's mm-hmm. another incur- thing that I would encourage everyone listening to do is just the quality of the questions you're asking yourself about your life and your work and the path that you want and what you want to do for the rest of your life and who you want to spend time with and all of those things, Mm -hmm. you just need to focus on asking better questions, dig Mm -hmm. deeper, open the possibilities, right? And realize you have to keep asking. What would it look like if, you know, if you tell yourself, no, I can't do that. First thing you should ask is why. Yeah. You know, well, why? You why do you do believe it if you that? Tell what if it was possible? <laughs> what if it was possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, um, I forgot where I saw this. People, oh, people are always look, looking for the meaning of life, uh, mm. for the answer, uh, the ultimate answer. But you really should be asking, finding the question, not the answer, something yes. like that. And yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it really varies <laughs> for every person. Yeah. If you ask what is the meaning of life, it's going to have a different answer for every person. Right, right, yeah. Because we are all different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all the same. The funny thing is, like, in middle and high school, we're trying so desperately to be the same and be I cookie know. cutters. I know. But the thing is, is we really need to be embracing who we are individually because that is who we are. We mm-hmm. are different. There are things that, yeah, we look the same. We're both women. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean we're the same person nope. at all. Yep, and you need to live your life, and I need to live exactly. mine. Yep. So um, you briefly met, went over Thrivers, and uh, like, where is what is it, and like, where is it right now? It's what is state. it? Okay, yeah. that's um, a good question. It is, yeah, it is a very good question. It's it's been like I said, it's a journey, and it's all in evolution, and I believe that as individuals, but particularly in entrepreneurship, and mm. that's been very true in my journey and my path. The different things that I've done and the different businesses that I've owned um, have all informed and equipped me to be where I am now mm-hmm. uh, and where where things are now um, is Thrivers. So I had Success Catalyst for a long time. That was what I called my business. Uh, I was focused more on coaching, consulting, and, and training, you know, one-on-one, l- more locally mm-hmm. based. Um, did some speaking and things with that. Remember the John Maxwell team, all that good stuff. I was just feeling pulled like to go more online and really feeling that I wanted to serve a broader audience and make a bigger impact. And through self-awareness things, you know, I journal and I meditate and I spend time with myself and I ask questions and, um, and see what happens. And the Thrive Formula mm-hmm. um, came to me really as a framework uh, that in a message that I wanted to share and get out to people, if they could realize that just just focusing on these four different areas and maximizing them in anything, whether it's leadership, your relationships, your family, your personal life, decision-making, any of it, um, maximizing just those four things can have a dramatic impact on increasing your success and your fulfillment and joy out of what it is that you're doing. So that came along, and then I started asking the question, well, okay, I have this. How, what's my, you know, like, how am I supposed to be getting this out to people? Mm -hmm. What is it about me that's unique that 
what are you know what's my personal genius that I can bring to this to to get it out there to impact the world so my vision for Thrivers came about. So basically, Thrivers, at the foundation of the broadcasting mechanism, so to speak, mm-hmm. to let people know about me and what it is, is the podcast that's okay. coming out. And of course, doing these things and other speaking engagements. Uh, so I have the Thrivers podcast that will be launching in the next couple of weeks. I'll, I interviewed some, some will be solo podcasts, but mainly it's me interviewing other people, generally entrepreneurs who've gone through changes or shifts. They've either made career shifts to line things up better with what it is that they want. Um, They've gained some additional self-awareness and tuned more into who they are and what they really want and and have made shifts and changes to really thrive in their business and their life. Um, So that's really cool. I'm loving that. And then the other piece is I have a Thrivers online community. So Mm -hmm. there'll be two. Right now there's a free community. So as people learn more about me and learn about Thrivers, um, the community, the free community will grow where people can gather and be supported. And uh, then the next phase of that is, like I mentioned, the course. I really want to take the Thrive formula that I have and then the tools that I have with with, – the self-awareness tools. So I have DISC. I also have a values assessment that I like to use with people, a values questionnaire, which informs the whole, like, why do we do what we do, right? The, mm-hmm. the behavioral styles yeah, is yeah. how do we demonstrate who we are in the world? You know, what do we like mm-hmm. to do for behavior and how do we act? The, the values is all why, mm-hmm. you know, what's driving you behind that? And then there's um, an attribute index that I use as well that gets into how our brains are wired, how we like to think, if we're empathetic thinkers or systematic thinkers, um, which is adds a whole nother dimension to all of it. So the mm-hmm. course is going to bring all of that together with the formula in hopes to really help people live the lives they really want to live and make decisions for their life and their business and their career based on what is authentically them and what their true genius is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll have the course. That'll be a standalone course. And then I'll have a membership as well primarily focused around pouring into and helping entrepreneurial change agents. So folks like you, Isabella, who are out there as consultants, fellow consultants and speakers and coaches and trainers, uh, I want to expand my impact in helping people by helping the people who help people. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Mm -hmm. So I want to add value to those people who go out and add value to others. Mm-hmm. So I'll be looking to bring them on and uh, then they'll be able to have access to the Thrivers tools so that they can use those tools and assessments and the Thrive formula with their corporate clients, with their individual clients, and ideally create a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's wow. super exciting. It is. <laughs> it's yeah. very exciting. And I've known you, uh, gosh, is it like three years, four years? It's yeah, like as well. it's been a while. And, and I've seen how you've morphed and changed also. So it's yeah. you know, something that's it's cool to see. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All for the good, I hope. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, if somebody's saying it's cool to see, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I yeah. hope it is good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so as I was doing my research on you and I came across like your YouTube channel and I was watching your videos and I was also like writing out these questions, I was like, oh my goodness, like she does so much. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. then I was like, how does she manage to have a healthy balance between mm-hmm. a mother? Because being a mom is a full-time job. I know yeah. that. I see how my mom does it. But yeah. then like you have more than one Thrivers online community than Thrivers and you're pushing out this podcast you're doing so much like how do you maintain a healthy balance um well 
I think <laughs> balance is bogus, number one. Like, <laughs> like true, true balance really is, yeah. I mean, there's other words that I could use, but I won't. Right. A friend right. of mine has a book that's actually titled Balances. BS, yeah, but, you know, yeah. Those <laughs> yeah. we're yeah. rated a G, yeah, show, yeah. So, I, I'm yeah. keeping it G, no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, balance it, traditionally, and I have a whole program that I teach on this. It's not about finding balance so much as harmony or finding what I like to call your personal balance point. So, um, have, have you seen those rocks? This is radio, so it's kind of hard. But have you seen those rocks that people do where they, you know, they'll line up and they've got different balance? Oh, when they and stack they're, them? Yeah, they oh, stack yeah. them, okay. but they're not, you know, it doesn't make a nice, cute little pyramid mm -hmm. that's all symmetrical. They're lining up at crazy different angles, different angles and, and different yeah. points. Weights. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of how I look at, how I look at balance. Um, I'm fortunate. I have a very supportive family system. Um, I have a husband who's also an entrepreneur, uh, so we're, we get to create our own schedules, which is why I love entrepreneurship. I mm -hmm. get to do my own thing. Nobody else gets mm -hmm. to tell me um, what to do. I make my own schedule, and I decide when I want to work and how I want to work, and sometimes that's 14 days in a row, 8, 10 hours a day, and then other times it's like, nope, I'm not. It's Tuesday, and I'm not working today. <laughs> I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go shopping with my kids, or I'm, you know, gonna go get a pedicure. It just um, support definitely helps. The other thing that really helps is loving what you do. I love what I do so much, and mm -hmm. my boys are older now; they're 16 and 13. So it's not like it was when they were teeny, you know, teeny little babies. Right. Um, it was harder then. But now it's a lot easier. They they fend for themselves and actually help. My 16-year-old son edits my podcast. I awesome. was actually going to yeah. say, plus, um, your sons have grown up seeing an entrepreneurial lifestyle. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's probably what they're going to gravitate to. So And they both are. They know are. the highs and the lows. Yes, mm -hmm. they, both, they both are. We know, we know what we see. That's another important point, I think, for everybody listening. Um, because... Don't don't be don't be afraid. Allow yourself to expand and get curious beyond what you know or what you've been exposed to. Um, I see a lot of folks that are really really wired for entrepreneurship, yeah. but they've never seen it. They don't mm -hmm. they don't have and they don't no. they don't this have that experience, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah my, I mean, my father was an entrepreneur, hardcore entrepreneur. So was my grandfather. So I grew up around it. I knew what I was in for. And my kids don't know any different. Like they don't know what it's like to actually have a job. Like <laughs> to go some other right. place and have a job, they've never they've never seen that from myself, my husband, or their grandfather. Um, their grandmother really is the only one on my husband's mm. side that worked for someone else, and they they don't they don't really want any part of it. Mm. So just you know, if you haven't had exposure to it, just get out, be curious, yeah. and but and also know it, it really and don't be afraid because like we're entrepreneurs, but it's doesn't mean it's for everybody and it's okay to be an employee also it absolutely mean, yeah there's nothing absolutely. wrong with that at oh, all nothing wrong with that you god bless people i who love can. employees <laughs> <laughs> I really god bless people who can it, and that's what it's it's all about do you mm -hmm. and that's what thriving really is if that's if if that's how you're wired and that's what you want and that's what makes you happy do that i've seen a movement that's now um i think 
it's catching on mm-hmm. in the workplace where there is a lot more focus on the employee and mm-hmm. employee experience and recognizing that as part of your marketing, your sales force. Mm-hmm. They're going out and telling people. So I do feel that there's a, a place where it's getting to be more um, fluid and how yeah. it's not like, no, this is the way it is. There's like opportunities to work from home and then there's, you know, yes. flexible hours. Absolutely. And, you know, bring your dog to work even. Mm-hmm. So it can be anything. And I really hope, and that's why I'm, I'm working with the change agents, primarily with the Thrivers, is I'm hoping to see more cultures, more corporate cultures, more organizational Impacted cultures focus on understanding the people that they have Mm -hmm. and developing their people and giving their people what their people need and want instead of making the people fit the business or the policy or the procedure. If we Mm -hmm. could work the other way around and let our human capital and the creativity and innovation and skills and passion and joy, if we can cultivate that more within the people we have in an organization, um, and use that to inform what we do. Uh, that that's what I call a thrive having a thrive culture. Mm-hmm. It yeah. actually is growing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you, I know you guys work together on the questions. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what's the next question then? Um, um, go ahead. Okay. So um, when I was watching one of your videos, you were saying something about like you shouldn't work hard. You should mm. work focused. Yes. Do you mind elaborating on that? Okay. So this, and we already covered the NLP, the neuro linguistic programming. Yeah. Well, let me ask you. So do you want to work hard? I don't know. Everyone always told me to, like, you got to work hard. (laughs) But at the same time, I think you have to work smart. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And and that's what it's about. It's it's about the story that we tell ourselves. So here we're saying, essentially, by, by telling this, and that's the story. You're right. It's the story we're all told. Hard work, struggle, sacrifice. You got to sacrifice. You got to work hard to get where you want to go. If you want to make anything out of yourself, you got to work hard. No, you don't. You don't have to work hard. You have to figure out what it is that you want. Use your strengths. Because when you work in your genius zone and your zone of strength, everything is easier. It's not hard. It's the exact opposite of hard. When you you're love it about. and you're passionate about it and it's what you're meant to do because it's how you're equipped and you're strong at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you need to look for. You need to look at look to create a work environment and a career that's centered around what you love naturally. What would you do and if you didn't get paid for it? What do you do anyway? What do you do in your spare time? What do you love? Mm-hmm. That's not hard work. It's not hard. It's actually the opposite. It's easy. Blogs about coffee. <laughs> I'm just going to go back. <laughs> Blogs about, okay, that's an inside <laughs> joke that just went way over my head. <laughs> yeah. Coffee blogs. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's about, and, and the cliche is work smarter, not harder. And yes, that's true. And yeah. that's what I help people do. Because sometimes people just don't know what their genius is. And, and that's where I come in with the Thrive Formula and the assessments, and that's what the, prog- the, the um, course is going to help them do, is dive into that and begin to ask better questions and ask the right questions of themselves to unpack it and see what mm-hmm. is my genius. Um, and then they can work smarter, not harder. But focus is the key, too, because you can sit and spend 10 hours working on something, and someone else can come in 
if they're focused and it's in their zone of genius, they can do the same thing in two hours. Hmm. So it's not about picking something. It's not about picking our weaknesses and trying to make them stronger or be better at this or be better at that. It just takes too much effort and energy and it is hard. Do, do so you think we're going to have, we have five minutes left guys. So we have to make sure you get to ask the oh, last question and then we're moving on. Okay. Go ahead. You go. I was just going to ask something about what she was talking about. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Specifically students. Do you think they uh, develop um, the work smarter mentality earlier or do, are we just thrown into this? Um, I, you know, honestly, I don't know. I think there's a lot more room probably now than there maybe used to be mm-hmm. with technology to kind of find your own way. Yeah. Uh, but most of the structures that I see with education at high school level, middle school level, even, you know, college, they're still very structured and it's still very mm-hmm. like do what I'm telling you to do because I'm telling you to do it. And yeah. there's not, it's there's a not, slow moving beast in yeah, education. There, there's this not, there, there's not as much room for exploring what is your best way. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we've gotten away from like colleges used to do. They used to do MBTI. I know they did at UB when well, I went to school. They've moved away from it. Um, they've gone to other tools that are more um, current, and they wanted mm-hmm. to have, you know, more analytical data that they could yeah. give and user friendly. So yeah, you know, for all of those reasons. But there's still tools that they all use, whether it's Strength Finders, which is from Gallup, or you know, mm-hmm. any of the other things. Some of them use this, but. They're moved over into like strength finders right mm-hmm. now. That's yeah. where I've seen a move. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So inspiring leaders, who are yours mm. and why? I was thinking about that because I thought that might be a question. And I have to say, I mean, there's, there's some, I, I'm very inspired by leaders. I'm a member of the John Maxwell team, so he's definitely one of them. But what inspires me the most are the thrivers that I see. The mm-hmm. everyday people that you've met people in your that journey. yeah like some of the people that I've been interviewing for the podcast that are just living you know living their journey there it doesn't have to be the ones that are out there getting all the glory or that have the biggest platform um I mean my my kids inspire me as leaders the way they lead themselves and uh, my parents and yeah, and lots of other business owners and young people that I meet that are mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's inspiring. Very good. We have to go to our um, second sponsor. All so, right. Jason? All right. Our second sponsor is Create the Movement. They believe in creating a movement that takes two things, the right people and the right message. Finding the right people takes laser focus and extensive research. Crafting the right message requires in-depth market knowledge and constant tweaking. It's not about thinking outside of the box. It's about knowing what your box is made of and using it to your advantage. Thank you, Create the Movement, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live. Okay, so I want to give Q a shout-out. We have some technology issues today. Thank you, Q, for coming down and saving us. We love you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Valencia College East Campus. You give us this great studio to work out of, and we we love that. Knowledgeable staff. Again, thank you, Q. Um, And all of the professors and the other people, the administrators, and, of course, students that are here. So, shout-outs. Khalil. Um, Hey, shout-out to Abby, who tuned in for a bit. Shout-out to my mom, if she's watching, and um, to all our viewers. Very mm-hmm. nice. Jason? 
So I want to give a special shout out to Cedric Jenkins because he's the director of the documentary that is made about me, which the trailer will be released sometime next week. And then the official documentary will be released Halloween. Very nice. (laughs) A documentary. Well, congratulations. What's (laughs) it called? It's called Jason, Jason Pride, Chasing Glory. Very nice. Congratulations. What was it releasing? On my Instagram, I'm going to try doing it on IGTV. You don't have to download the app. You could just go on Instagram, click there. Awesome. Got it. Awesome. Super cool. So you're up. What's your shout out? Who is it to? Well, I'd like to give a shout out to all of you. Oh, oh yeah. thank you. <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Mm-hmm. And um, your questions were awesome. I appreciate them. And um, yeah, we, yeah, I don't know. It's just been a lot of fun. Yeah, we we could have, you know, if only we had more time. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it <laughs> blows. It just always blows so fast. I can talk. Yeah. We know this. <laughs> <laughs> so my shout out goes to um, all of the people that I've had the privilege of working with, past, present, and future. Thank you to these two guys that are across the table from me. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Candace. And I also want to give just a, a special shout out to um, everybody that works remotely on the game team and my software team and Gonzalo and Ariel. Thank you guys. Oh, and All I right. have to say hi, Katrina. Yeah, <laughs> she, <laughs> she's always a given. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead and take us out.